Welcome to the Language of Hope podcast. Our host, Betty Chen is the senior pastor of New Spring AG, a visionary, a teacher, and one who believes in the second coming of Christ. And now to today's message. The person talking about you does not know you. And we say, oh, oh, this woman almost go in tulip. Che, oh, ma, me what fast me where to be power. And I said, I was like, oh, this woman go in tulip. Like, I was confused. And I said, golden tulip. So, oh, that young man, me wounded about, almost very young. Oh, ma, me what fast me profess me more than brave. And I said, oh, Pastor Ben, what is that? The guy is a prophet. Come on, celebrate your father. Celebrate the man of God. Celebrate the man that God has blessed you with. Glory. So we thank God for such a gift that God has given to us. And we want to celebrate the woman beside the man of God. Oh, come on, celebrate your mother. Blessings. Man of God, we thank God for your life. Oh, you will go far. You, you've just started. God will take you far. And I just don't know. Uh, when, when, when you are talking, when you, whatever you do, I see your father, could you remember you? It's like you, you've, you've taken after him everything. The way this man will be doing this. What are you talking about? Come on, celebrate the man of God wherever he is. Apostle God of heaven. We thank God. Blessings. Blessings. We thank God for all the men of God in the house. And everybody who matters here. And the choir, you are awesome. Oh, you are awesome. You are too much. You are, you are too much. Come on, celebrate them. They are too much. They are too much. They are too much. They are too much. Let's celebrate our instrumentalists as well. God bless them. God bless them. Am I permitted to pray certain prayer points with you for the next seven minutes before I preach the word? Because the prayer is in my spirit. Today is 25th, right? Five days to end the month. And there is something that is meant for you that you have still not received. Some of us, it's not that the thing was not given. It was released by God, but it has been diverted. So the prayer is every diverted blessing must return now. Before the month ends on Friday, let every diverted blessing in September return. That which God wrote my name on, that which God mentioned my name on, wherever it has gone to, may it return. Shout every diverted blessing. Return now. The prayer is from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 6, verse 7, then verse 12 and 13. Verse 6 and 7, Samuel saw Eliab and said, Oh, the anointed of the Lord stands before him. God had told the prophet to go to Bethlehem, the house of Jesse, and anoint one of his sons to replace Saul. The man, the major prophet, the seer, 
He went there and as soon as he saw Eliab the first time, he said, this is the anointed of the Lord. And the Lord came in quickly in verse 7 and said, no, I've refused him. I've not chosen him. You look at the outward appearance. I, the Lord, I look at the heart. Then from verse 10, Samuel asked the man, Jesse, are these all your sons? The man said, there remains the youngest. Then he's even not here. He's in the wilderness tendering the sheep. Samuel said, until you bring him here, none of us will sit down. They went to fetch this boy. And when they were coming, verse 12, the Lord spoke to the prophet. The Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. So the oil in the horn is meant for David and not for Eliab. But for the intervention of God, Samuel would have given it to Eliab. Every blessing of ours that has been diverted, we command it to return now. Shout, oh Lord, oh Lord I, decree, I decree and I declare, and I declare every diverted blessing every diverted returns, now, returns, now, returns, now, returns now. Returns now. Returns now. Returns now. Somebody Yes. You must end it with a miracle. Amen. You must end it with a testimony. Amen. You must end it with a
interpret it. So that shall end well. I shall end well. Indeed, you will end well. Amen. We want to pray for favor. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 40, that the child grew and was strong in the spirit. He was full of wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. The grace of God was what? Upon him. And I've told you that grace bears favor. So Jesus had favor with God and with man. According to verse 52 of the same Luke chapter 2. These five days, let favor come upon us mightily. Amen. Favor must come upon us mightily. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. I want to show you something. Good morning, Papa. I believe you are doing great. God has visited my family in a wonderful way once again. My younger sister got employed in an institution in Ghana here, which you need a bigger protocol before you can get in there. Papa, God miraculously came through when all hope was lost. She is starting work on the 3rd of October. My God. Where you need a bigger protocol. My God. Favor was a protocol. My God. Let the favor of the Lord come upon somebody. Amen. Let the favor of the Lord come upon somebody. Shout favor three times. Favor. 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 You don't just need a protocol. You need a bigger protocol. And favor spoke for the lady. Favor. So these five days, listen, we, we, are we climaxing the program? So how can we finish it without a miracle, without a testimony? Ah, no, it doesn't work that way. Favor must be activated. Amen. Listen to me. When a man is favored, what others look for, looks for him. When the favor of God comes upon you, what others go after? You will not go there because you even think you don't deserve it. That thing will run to you this week. Something will come to you. An awesome miracle will come to you. A testimony will knock at your door. A breakthrough will come to you. Receive the favor I receive. Receive the favor I receive. Receive the favor I receive. Shout, oh Lord. When God favors you, those that others look for, look for you. Did you hear? The people that others are yearning to see, to meet, to have an encounter, they will come and look after you. Yes, that is how it works. If you ask me, how did you get all these platforms? I will tell you it is favor. It is favor. Because how can a father, Bishop Dr. Victor says a father, how can this man call you for a program? Ask for him. He doesn't know any PA. Which PA? You are not even afraid to mention PA to him. Papa, a minute. Let me find out from my PA. Tell him whoever is there, he should cancel it. 
and I will come back and that place is booked by another father so I will tell him Papa please uh, this man of God has booked it. oh okay no problem then I'm changing my date I'll give you this date that one don't give me any excuse so it is done <laughs> you, he needs you you are not available why should he give you another date for what after all what are you coming to say there that is what we call favor from today by this encounter favor is coming upon you 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 shout oh lord favor me favor me are you ready to pray for two minutes we want to pray that lord let favor be activated in my life this week especially this week let favor be activated in these five days remaining in the month. Somebody begin to pray.
Father, we thank you for this very hour. Jesus. Let your name be glorified. Yeah. And let your name be exalted. Yeah. We pray that favor will come upon us mightily. Yeah. Even as we have asked of you. These five days, none of us shall be without favor. Let favor be upon each head over here. And even those watching us online in the name of the Lord Jesus. I ask the Lord by this encounter. You will work a miracle in our lives. Speak through me. Grant me the grace to speak your word even as you intended to be spoken. To the blessing of your saints, hearing gathered in your presence. In the name of God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. And believers here will shout a believing Amen. Take your seat. Thank you. God bless you. So know that favor is upon you. So from today, all favor will be speaking for you. Favor will be working for you. Thank you. Shall we turn our Bibles quickly to 1 Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1. That is the scripture for the program. 1 Samuel chapter 1. 9. The ninth verse through the 20th verse. 1 Samuel chapter 1. We read from verse 9. Through the verse 20. Are you there? Somebody doesn't even know where First Samuel is. Please turn to Thomas, the book of Thomas. After the book of Thomas, you will find First Samuel. Those of you that are struggling, are you there? I'm coming to inspect you. Those of you saying yes, yes, we are there. I'm coming to inspect. Whether you are there or not. All right, we read. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Silo and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept so and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid but will give unto thine handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drinking. 14. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went away and did it, and her countenance was no more sad. The 19th verse. And they rose up in the morning early and worshiped the Lord and returned and came to the house to Ramah 
And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife. And the Lord remembered her. After today's service, the remembrance of the Lord is coming upon somebody. The Lord shall remember somebody. The Lord shall remember your business. The Lord shall remember your academics. The Lord shall remember your family. Whatever concerns your life shall be remembered by God. Somebody shout, Oh Lord, remember me too. Shout it again. For the last time. Remember her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of the Lord. And that is the reading of the word of God, and you will respond, Thanks be to God. Because I'm a Methodist, so I want to mix the AG and the Methodists together this morning. Uh -huh. Am I permitted to do so? Even if I'm not permitted, so long as I'm standing here, I'm the sofa. It is well. This morning, my message is simple. The prayer you must pray for your change of story. The prayer you must pray for your change of story. We are all after a change of story. But there is a certain kind of prayer that you must pray if you want a change of story. James said, we pray, we do not get answers, we do not get response, we do not get miracles, testimonies out of our prayer because we pray amiss. That means we don't pray right. So the prayer you and I must pray for a change of story. That is my title, the prayer you must pray for your change of story. This story is about a woman. I know the men of God that came before me have told you a lot about her, Hannah, whose name means gracious. Gracious. The one that God is gracious to. And yet, what she wanted, she had not yet gotten. A woman had come into the marriage. The woman is giving birth. One, two, three, four. This woman has been in the marriage for years. And the Lord has not been gracious unto her, though her name is gracious. She is married to a man whose name is Elkanah. And Elkanah means Jehovah has created. Jehovah has created. Ah, Jehovah has created and yet Jehovah has not created my miracle. Jehovah has not created that which is mine. I came to announce to somebody that he makes all things beautiful in his time. If you have not gotten yours today, oh, you just relax. It will soon be your turn. I came to announce to somebody that God is not in a rush to do anything. He is a God who does not fail. Numbers 23 verse 19 said, God is not a man that is a lie. He is not the son of man that is repentant as he said it and shall he not do it as he spoken and shall he not make it good it may have taken longer but it will surely come to pass it may have delayed but it will surely manifest for Habakkuk chapter 2 the verse 3 the Bible said the vision is for an appointed time though it tarries you wait for it for it will surely Come to pass. Maybe you are crying today. Maybe you are frustrated today. Maybe you are confused today. Because 
because when you look uh, at your name, uh, what you are doing for God uh, and what you are going through, uh, they don't tally. But I came to announce to you, your miracle is on the way. 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 If you believe in shouting, yes. When we meet people in the church and they've been through a certain situation, condition for long, we begin to tag them. They have backslidden. They have no connection with God. Ah, that is why they are going through what they are going through. That is why they are old enough and yet they are not getting their partners. That is why they've married for years and yet there is no miracle. Listen to me. If I'm going through something today, it doesn't mean I have fallen short of the glory. It doesn't mean I have vacillated. Am I talking to somebody here? Let no man, no man look down on you. Let no man discourage you because of what you have not yet received from the Almighty God. For First Peter chapter 5, the verse number 10 says, The God of all grace, the God of all grace, the God of all grace, who has called you into his eternal glory after he has made you suffer for a while. So far for a while, he will establish you. He will bring you back to your feet. I came to announce to somebody, you are going through a lot today, but it doesn't mean God has disconnected himself from you. You are still a child of God. You are still a Christian. You are still a man of God. You have not fallen. You have not vacillated. The grace is still upon you. The grace is still upon you. You are still a carrier of the oil. Somebody shout, nothing has changed. Shout it three times. Nothing I say. Take your seat and listen to this. Why am I saying this? Because in Psalm 34, verse 19, listen to this scripture very well. Many are the afflictions not of an ordinary man. What name is written there? Many are the afflictions of Church, is it there? Talk to me. What is the name there? Thank you. And the righteous is the man who has a right standing with God. He's not condemned by God. He stands before God and God is okay with him. And yet the Bible says, many are the afflictions, troubles of such a man. He said, but the Lord will deliver him out of some, out of many. Is that not what is written there? Many are my afflictions as a righteous man. Many are my troubles as a child of God. But the Bible says, I will be delivered out of. May you be delivered out of all your troubles. May you come out out in the name of the Lord Jesus. May you come out of all the afflictions, of all the pains. In the name of Jesus, somebody, you are coming out of the pain. Shout out, you're coming out. Shout out, 
see me go through, I will come out. Oh, tell your neighbor, I will come out. If you are afraid of them, change your position. Look at them, eyeball to eyeball. I will come out. Turn to another person and tell them, I am coming out. Those of you who have tagged certain people, when we don't be this video, I could see you here. And they will be gossiping about you. That they know your family background. That is what everybody goes through here. But listen, as a child of God, my case is different. My case is different. Though everybody goes through it, but my case is different. I am coming out. Somebody, you are coming out of the frustration. You are coming out of the poverty. You are coming out of the stagnation. Somebody said, I am coming out. this forever who told you who is deceiving you ah, listen a man by name Job Job the real name the real pronunciation is Job that is what is written in the three version it is not Job it is Job Job we don't know of his father and mother Bible theologian says that this man lived before Abraham so it means it is a real story. It happened. You know the story. But I want to tell you something from the story. Job chapter 14. Verse 14. The man is going through a lot. All his children are dead. Seven sons, three daughters. The wife has divorced him. The man is left alone. Friends came to him to console him. And they ended up condemning him. Some of you, nowadays, you don't hear from those your close friends. Because they, they are saying to themselves, that guy is cursed. We have to, I mean, give space. Yes, he's cursed. The way he touches this and it dies. He touches this and it falls. He touches this and it doesn't work. That, the guy is cursed. And your situation determines your destination. So let us be careful about this guy. Though we will not break away completely, but the way and manner we used to mingle. Man of God, listen to me. It won't be long. Those who wrote you off will try to mingle with you one more time. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm prophesying. Yes, I'm not a prophet. I am a revivalist. That is what the Lord has called me to do. But I see this. It won't be long. When you began this, some people say, Oh, it will amount to nothing. It won't work. It will be long. They will be calling you for programs. I'm telling you. They will, they will be calling you. They, they will be coming around just to give them the microphone to offer opening prayer. I'm telling you the truth. They are coming. Whoever has deserted you because of this, your negative state, I see them coming back to you. I see them coming back to you. I see them coming back to you. If you believe in sound, yes. Now, listen to the story. Job 14. 
Oh, I'm going to verse 14. But the verse 7 is ringing a bell in my spirit. The verse 7. Verse 7 said, Even a tree has this hope that if it be cut down, it will sprout again. So Job was saying, I have been cut down. I have not been uprooted. It is your marriage that has collapsed. You've been cut down. It is your business that is not working. You've been cut down. It is that one single paper that you've been failing and failing. Uh, you have not been uprooted. You've been cut down. And listen, cut down this tree. Give it six, to one, six months to one year. You will come back and see the tree blossoming again. They did not end your life. They ended something that was with you. You will come up again. The amen if we sell it, come for money and buy something. You will sprout again. Because somebody, your every relationship you enter, it doesn't work. So it's like you feel you've been cursed for what? What is after you? What is following you? Child of God, nothing is following you. Just relax. Hannah was named Hannah, which is gracious. Married to a man by name Elkanah, Jehovah creates, Jehovah has created, and yet nothing was created. And the woman did not give up. The fact that that gentleman also has shunned you does not mean you are not beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you. It is rather that gentleman that something is wrong with. I'm telling you the truth. Because he doesn't see what you carry. He's seeing only the outward appearance. Yeah. They will meet you two years to come. And they will regret what they did to you. Gentlemen, listen to me. That lady who has deserted you because he has met a young letter who is dashing her all his salary. Master, relax. That man is a letter. You are going to become the CEO of a big company. The Lord is going to bless you mightily. They have written you off today. They don't know what you will be tomorrow. Somebody shout, I'm sprouting again. Shout, I am sprouting again. You will not be like this forever. Nowadays, some men of God that I know will meet you and they'll say, Oh, Quincy, my son, my son. I will not have the courage to tell them that, Oh, you are lying. But I have the courage inside. So I will tell myself, Since when did I become the son of this one? Now they see glory, they see beauty. Oh, the stone that the builders rejected shall surely become the head of the corner. The stone that the builders have rejected shall surely become the head of the corner. Somebody you are becoming the head of the corner. Somebody you are becoming profitable. Somebody you are becoming profitable. Somebody you are becoming essential. If you are living so
yesterday. And every man has three days on this earth. I have my yesterday. I have my today. So two days. But out of the three, you see that you know more. Out of the three, you, you know yesterday, you know today. So you know two out of the three. But there is one which is less that you don't know anything about. That is my tomorrow. And that tomorrow is in the hands of God. He is the determinant of a man's tomorrow. Hey, you are broke today, but tomorrow you will be counting dollars. You are broke today, but tomorrow you will be signing checks. You are poor today, but tomorrow the Lord will bless you. You are down today, but tomorrow you will be up for promotion that's not come from the east nor from the west. Promotion that's not come from the south. God is the judge. He brings down one person and sets up another. May you be promoted. May you be promoted. May you be elevated. May you be lifted. If your believe is Look at this. 
Job 14, 14. Job said, Will a man live again when he's dead? But I'm not dead yet. If a man dies, shall he live again? It's a question. And he did not answer because Job was not dead. So he says, Me, I don't know. If you if you die and you live again, I don't know. One thing I know that I've been cut off, I've not been uprooted. I'm going through a lot. I'm not dead. So all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. The man was going through a lot and yet he was waiting for a change. He was expectant of a change. The prophet said to us, some of us we prepare when we come into church. We put on our makeup, very beautiful. You look good. Your makeup is nice. It's not too much on your face. So it's nice. Some people don't know how to do it. When you meet them, tell them, hey, to me, yeah, ma. Hey. It's like they are dead and they've been laid in state. Sister, what did they? If you do that, the men, the men will be afraid of you. Tell the ladies, minimize it. Like our sister's own. Yes, I need slow. And you and yet you'll be blaming us. And that church, when you go, they don't mind you, they don't talk to you. Sister, when we are talking to you, sister, I didn't know. I will wait on the Lord until my change comes. So the man of God said, when you are coming and you put on everything. You pick your Bible, you pick your notebook, you pick your bag, your wallet, whatever, your money. Make sure you pick your expectation too. The man has been divorced. Children dead. Friends abandoned. And yet, he said there is a change coming my way. Change. I'm going through a lot today. But change is coming. Tell your neighbor 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 change is coming. It will not be like this forever. And change is coming. I see a change coming. Somebody shout change is coming. Take your seat. The woman has a beautiful name. Married to a man. Who also has a prophetic name and yet nothing is working. They brought in Penina and Penina is giving birth. So Hannah realized, then the problem is not with my husband. The problem is with me. Because if he's able to sleep with Penina and they produce, then he has no problem. The thing is with me. I must do something about it. For this my story of barrenness to change. Something is about to change about your life. Yes, I'm telling you what I'm seeing. Something is about to change. Something is getting set to change. That which was not changing is about to change. Receive that grace for change. Something is changing. Something is changing. So, they went to Shiloh. The husband said, Hannah, don't bother about 
the barrenness. Forget about the provocation of that woman. You know, you are worth ten sons unto me. Hannah said to herself, this man, you are lying. I must have my own. I can do something about this, my state, my story, my situation, and there will be a change. Because the agent of change is up there. And when I cry unto him, he will bring me a change. And Hannah decided to go before God and pray. So I'm telling somebody that Hannah did not pray just any prayer. There was a particular prayer Hannah prayed. So the prayer you must pray for your change of story. Am I talking to somebody here? Now, what is prayer? Prayer is a necessity in the life of a man. It is not an option, but an opportunity to touch divinity for a release. Prayer is a necessity in the life of a man. It is something that is essential, very important, crucial in every man's life. So you cannot survive in this world without a prayer life. Hannah said, for this my story to change, I must pray. Prayer is not an option. There is no substitution for prayer. Don't let anyone deceive you. As for this one, prayer cannot do it. Unless we do this, we do that for you. It is a, a life from the pit of hell. Prayer is not an option. It is an opportunity to touch divinity for a release. Prayer can release you from who you used to be, where you used to be, what you used to be, into what you are meant to be. Prayer can release you from who you used to be, where you used to be, what you used to be, into what you are meant to be. That means prayer has the capacity and the ability to change a man's condition and situation. Prayer is able to turn a man's life around. Like you know of the story of Jabez. Jabez cried unto God and God heard him granted his request and the man that was a nobody in the family became more honorable than his brethren. Prayer. Am I talking to somebody at all? And prayer is not something that is done once and for all. It is to be done again and again. Prayer is not done once and for all. So somebody after this one, they will say that, oh, the next prayer meeting, I'm not going. Even next Sunday, I'm not coming to church. Why? Oh, we've, we've had enough prayer. Oh, for the 14 days. No, prayer is not done once and for all. It is to be done again and again. Am I talking to somebody? When we pray again and again and again, change is enforced. E-N-F-O-R-C-E-D. When we pray again and again and again, change is what? Enforced. What was not changing will be forced to change. 
what was not turning around will be forced to turn around. That is prayer. So Hannah prayed and her prayer changed that barrenness that had been with her for years even before Benina came. So when prayer is said again and again change is enforced and tonight or this very morning that which is refusing to change may it change right now in the name of Jesus what is not changing in your life what is not changing about you I prophesy let there be a change right now let there be a change right now somebody shout change decree and declare whatever is not changing in your life whatever is not changing around you from this very hour it is changing 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 somebody shout it is changing prayer requires continuity and consistency Prayer requires continuity and consistency. Hannah started praying. She was praying. She was praying. She was praying. She was consistent with the prayer. She was continuing praying. Praying. She got to a point. Her mouth could not utter the words. So the man of God observed her and saw that the woman was not speaking. Though the mouth, the lips were moving up and down, but there were no words yet. So the man said, Woman, when would you put away this, your drunken behavior? She said, No, I'm pouring out my complaint. That which is troubling me, that which is a grief in my spirit before God. So you can pray without words, yes. When your words are failing you, pray with your mind. Because child of God, listen, God does not only answer our words, he also answers our thoughts. And I'll prove it to you from the scriptures. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, that you and I can think or ask according to the power that works in us, that we can think or another version will say imagine so God answers our imagination God answers our thoughts what is going through your mind it can also be a form of prayer and God honors those thoughts now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or we ask with our mouths and we think with our minds and the Bible says he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that. Not that the only thing we ask, but also those things that we, we think. So let your thoughts be in conformity with your words. Don't come and pray and then your mind will be telling you, hey, you know, is this thing going to work? Where we are coming from? Wow, the man of God has really prophesied. But this thing he talked about, this man doesn't know where I'm coming from. Huh? Uh, this one there, it is difficult. Uh, it will not work. You are spoiling it. God answers our thoughts. 
prayed with a mouth. She got to a point. The words were not coming. And I said, my mind can help me here. Somebody I pray. Whatever positive thought you have, may it be answered by God. May it be answered by God. Whatever positive thought uh, that you have in your mind, uh, may it be answered by God. If you believe in something, yes. So when you cannot do anything, pray. When Hannah could not do anything, she prayed. And don't do anything without praying. However, we must know the kind of prayer we must pray at any time in life. So in times of adversity and distress, like Hannah's case, we need to pray, one, a prayer for God's mercy. When you want a change of story, your prayer should be a prayer for God's mercy. God should have mercy on you. That means you are humbling yourself enough that Lord, maybe I even deserve what I'm going through. Mm. Maybe I deserve it. Maybe the men that came my way, the way and manner I treated them, the way and manner I spoke to them. So I deserve what I'm going through now. 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, nobody is coming because I have thrown them away. So I need your mercy now. Am I talking to somebody? Maybe when you thought you did not need it, you threw it away. You know what I'm talking about? So you need God's mercy. So a prayer that will cause a change of story is a prayer for God's mercy. That God have mercy on me. Have mercy. For why should I be in a marriage for all these years? And no fruit of the womb, no blessing of miracle babies. And this woman just came and says, giving birth, giving birth. Maybe there is something wrong with me, I don't know. Maybe God is holding something against me, I don't know. Lord, have mercy. There are some of us, for us to prosper again, for us to be elevated again, God must have mercy on us. Because maybe a time came in your life that God blessed you. And that time, Abraham, the way and manner you were walking, oh, how is it? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, you've closed, eh? Oh, I, I was meeting a, a, a business friend too some transaction with them I couldn't make it so I was dead oh prophet I, I miss him vow prophet very gentle anyway that the guy is a prophet oh yeah I just watch yeah I said that no yes now no this time around you should call for his mercy because he gave it to you and you messed up so you need mercy Hannah said, I don't know what is wrong with me. So I will call for God's mercy for my story to change. I may not deserve this, but Lord, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. Some of us, we've played with our lives. We've played with our destinies. Listen to me. I want to be blunt this morning in the next one minute. Somebody here, listen. You slept with somebody 
and the person you know when you have sex with a man or a woman you are doing spiritual exchanges something is going on in the spirit maybe the man was cursed or the woman was cursed and because you join that woman or that man the curse is following you so you've thrown away your destiny now God must show you mercy 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 am I talking to somebody at all we need God's mercy the Lord have mercy on me in this my relationship have mercy my business have mercy my finances have mercy my body have mercy whatever concerns my life oh lord have mercy and i see the mercy of god locating somebody this morning the mercy of god is coming upon somebody god is showing somebody mercy if you are believing sound to mercy mercy a prayer for god's mercy and you know another reason why you should be praying this prayer the second reason is that mercy forbids your enemy's expectations. What your enemies are expecting. Hey, listen, if Beninan knew that this woman is going to give birth to a son, and that son one day will be a judge, that son one day will be a priest, that son one day will be a prophet, that son one day will be a king baker. There was no way this woman would have treated the woman Hannah by the way she did. She wouldn't have provoked her, but she never knew that one day this woman will give birth to a prophet, a king maker, a judge, and a priest, a man whose name will be on two books in the Bible. I pray for somebody that which the enemy thinks will never happen to you by the mercy of the Lord. It is coming to pass. It is coming to pass. The expectation is forbidden. The expectation is forbidden. The expectation is forbidden. Shout, oh Lord. Shout it three times. We have 66 books of the Bible. Am I right? Now, if we take away first Samuel and second Samuel, man of God, the Bible becomes incomplete. First Samuel and second Samuel. If we remove these two books, the Bible will be, it will be 64. So it means it is not complete. And that Samuel was born by this woman that someone was provoking. That someone thought she would never give birth. Listen, anything that comes late becomes the latest. Hey! Hey! They, are, they are getting married, so you are worried. No, don't worry. Your marriage will be the latest. Ah! They are making it, and you are worried. Don't be worried. Your elevation will be the latest. Am I, am I talking to somebody? Yes. Penina never knew that the woman would give it. Sena Horoba. Sena Ahometie. Nama mi su. Hey! Oh, what more that? That was the expectation. Wait. I was about to go to the house. I was about to go to the house. I was about to go to the house. One, two, three, four. Two boys, two girls. Sister, my one man. So her expectation was that Hannah would never give it. But mercy 
forbids the enemy's expectation that when they think will happen to you, today it is forbidden. Today it is forbidden. Today it is forbidden. The one that will shout, the anointing will come upon you. Mercy seven times. Oh, Jesus. Take a listen to something. Take a listen to something. Take a listen to something. Papa, but for his grace, this far by grace. They don't eat their home food. You don't get human beings. I've put on my dress. I've come to church. They will sit down. Sister, the material is nice. But the seamstress has spoiled it. Is that why you came to church? Tell your neighbor, chop your home food. Chop. Chop your home, your home food. They will fear the honey. Are they? Why worry? I want my nuclear new problem. Why would they tell what young someone say? Last year, June, I was ministering like this. Ministry. And the Lord told me, I'm not a prophet, so I don't do guesswork. When the Lord speaks, I hear. So what I just told you, the Lord spoke to me. They will come. Oh, they've even started envying you. And eh, one thing I know in this life that until you are envied, you are not yet blessed. No one envies you. Sister, then you have nothing. They are all okay with you. Then, sister, go and pray again. And it is better to be envied than to be pitied. Human beings always want to pity us. Oh, and it's still. So she's still not married. So she's still not giving birth. So the man is still here. He has still not traveled. Oh, Kafra. That is what they want to do. But when they see new things happening to you, they begin to have you. They Say, he is your friend. They mention the name. Oh, yeah. Sister, talk to him. Because the lady he's working with, I learned he's going to marry, marry her. Sister, the, the lady is too. Sister, sister. You see, sister, 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 you see, sister, 
Sister, how many sisters? Concerning, sister, you see, I, I love that gentleman. That's why, I, I mean, I'm not free with him. That's why I want to. The, the lady is too high. Sister. Oh. Oh. Well, I'll be praying. So you tell him. When you want to we won't buy We need buy a book. I mean, for one, I want ya. I want ya. I want ya. I want ya. Envyness. I want ya. I want ya. Man of God, they say, until you are envied, you are not yet blessed. So me, when I hear that people are talking about me, I get excited. I say, hey, send me your CV to For people to talk about us. Hey, Newspring, get ready to be talked about. 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 Glass is coming up on you. Stances will finish everything, and I was, I mean, a guest speaker there, so I couldn't control the service. If it were my owner, Calvary, I would tell the liturgist, the one leading the service, the master, first and last, first and last. But this one, even before you sing the next verse or stanza, he will read it. Obey, read it, and son, Jesus, because it's been a while since I sat. At his feet for him to speak. So I wanted to come and I watched it on, on Facebook. It was like, but it was a nice one. Listen, even in their uh, AG setup, AG organization, I'm telling you the truth. If you have not heard it, it is about to come. Oh, Master, go down. This part is very serious, part. Thank you. I love what you are doing, and I, I'm going to do the same thing. The a boy, where yours is. I'm going to change the position of my own. This one too is nice. So it's not only a change of story; it should also be a change of a boy. They will start talk, talking. That a man to ask them. They sit with So some might even think. Because Papa Fimpromanson was the, so, the GS, the general superintendent. And he was using his influence to push this ministry. No, by the way, that, me who I saw on Facebook, when he's, I'm talking about the pastor, so I'm not, I pray. Some, some time ago, one of our ministers thought I was even the Assemblies of God minister. Because I preach in Assemblies of God more than I do in my own church. They will start talking. They, I'm telling you, they will start talking. It that nobody to live with you. Oh, and yet when they see you, hey Charlie, over you, over you. May God elevate you for people to talk about you. May God elevate you for people to talk about you. Shout, oh Lord, elevate me. The one that will serve your mountain for investment. Come on, come on.
like Hannah was going through, the prayer we need to pray, one is what? Talk to me, child of God. A prayer for God's mercy too. The prayer we need to pray is a prayer for divine remembrance. A prayer for divine remembrance. And I say, Lord, remember me. A prayer for divine remembrance. Divine remembrance causes a change of identity. There is no way God will remember a man and the man will remain the same as he was before he came to God. When God remembers you, your identity changes. They know you to be broke, to be sick, to be someone who is stagnated in life, not moving forward, not backward. You are going nowhere. They don't see any beauty on you. They don't see any favor. But when God remembers you, your identity automatically changes. So Hannah said, remember me. And in verse 19, the Lord remembered Hannah when the husband met her. And that wasn't the only time they were meeting. They've been meeting and meeting and meeting and meeting. Nothing was coming out. That particular meeting, they met and God did not remember the man because it was Hannah that prayed. It was Hannah that needed the remembrance. And God remembered Hannah. And Hannah immediately conceived a change of identity. The baron is now carrying a baby. Let there be a change in your life. Let there be a change in your life. Let there be a change in your life. Shout say three times. Number three, the prayer you need to pray for your change of story. One, a prayer for God's mercy. Two, a prayer for divine remembrance. Three, a prayer for divine intervention. A prayer for divine intervention. God must intervene in what you are going through. A prayer for divine intervention. Divine intervention is when God intercepts in the process of man. When God intercepts in the process of man. Divine intervention is when God interferes in the affairs of man. Divine intervention. Lord, intervene. I've been meeting this man for years. Nothing is happening. Lord, intervene. The Lord intervened and the miracle was born. Four. The prayer you must pray in times of distress, in times of adversity, is a prayer for divine help. A prayer for divine help. Help from above. When I lift up my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help, my help comes from God, the maker of the heaven and the earth. Divine help. Divine help. All men have failed you. Look up unto him for help. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. And except the Lord watch over the city, the watchmen, they wait but in vain. Divine help. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 27. A woman met the king of Samaria and said, King, you have to help me in this my case. The king said, Woman, where can I help you from? If the Lord does not help you, from the wine press or from the threshing floor, where can I help you from? If the Lord does not help you, Psalm 60 verse 11, 
give us help. Lord, give us help from trouble. For vain is the help of man. Man will even help you and go out there and destroy you. Why your papa no asakosel? Sister, how do you see your sister's shoes? Oh, they are beautiful. They are very rare. They fit her. Eh? Wow. Mm. I've not been wearing them. Sister, I don't know. So, yesterday I was there and I thought, our sister needs this. And I went and dashed her. And then you two, you don't know anything. You come around, see what's the issue? You don't know he has given the information. <laughs> hey, Sister Aggie, how are you? Every day when we close, you go. But today, because you are wearing new shoes, you want to be around, hanging out. Sister Aggie, oh, you, you want to talk about Sister Aggie's shoes so that she will talk about your own. Sister, your own, I can't tell you, say, what they Sister Aggie, your shoes there is nice. Then you look at yourself. You want her to look at you. So as soon as you talk about her shoes, you look at your own. Uh, uh, your own too is nice. Oh, really? Oh, good. Sister, where we are with now? What the fans? Why are you defeat? So seek for God's help. God's help. Man will help you and later bring you down. I pray that this ministry you will never lack help from above. 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 Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Help from above. Somebody shout help from above. Shout it three times. Last but not least, the prayer you must pray for your change of story is a prayer for divine settlement. And I say, Lord, remember me and give me a male child. Settle me in this marriage. The Lord answered her. Hannah was settled. And when we jump to chapter 2, verse 20, 21, the Lord visited this woman. And she gave birth to three sons and two daughters. After Samuel, five more. She was settled. A prayer for divine settlement. This is the prayer we must pray for a change of story. You want your story to change? Call for his mercy. Call for what? His mercy. Call for his remembrance. Call for his intervention. Call for his help. Call for his settlement. And it shall be done unto you. The Lord bless you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. From today, something has changed about you. Your story is turned around. Your story has changed. Lift up your voice and begin to bless Him. Begin to thank 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 Him. Oh Jesus, thank Him. For his mercy, the Lord, whatever I'm going through today, show me mercy. I don't deserve to come out, but by your mercy, bring me out. 
Oh, I, I am fit for what is happening to me because I caused it. But Lord, by your mercy, bring me out. Somebody pray for one more minute that the Lord will visit your mercy, 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 mercy. Somebody begin to pray this prayer for 20 seconds. Let the remembrance of the Lord locate us all. Let the remembrance of the Lord locate us all. Come, Nebere Mosi, Etende, Aliyatan. Rapanatom, Beberekatan. Rapanalosi, Beberekatan. Rapanosi, Beberekatan, Paros. Livele Masuatan, Beberekatan. Rapanelo Masuatan. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands wherever you are.
new with the same song. You are here, you feel within you that a certain word is fighting you. A certain word. You feel like it means somebody spoke something and it's working against you. You feel it. Sometimes you are there and it, it just drops into your spirit. That Are you not sure you are cursed? Are you not sure this one did that against you? If you have that feeling, come to me. The Lord said I should lay my hands on those people. Go ahead. listening to language of hope we believe you were blessed one more head on to new spring ag on facebook and instagram or you can subscribe to our youtube channel on new spring ag god bless you